No balls, two strikes, two out. Urias to Adamas. Call strike three! The Dodgers win! Finally, the wait is over. The Dodgers are the champions of 2020 in a year like no other where joy has been so hard to come by. Tonight, tears of joy, let them flow. Tonight, there is joy in Mudville. The curse of 88 is 88 and out the gate, and the Dodgers are celebrating out of the middle of the field between home plate and the pitcher's mound. The Dodgers, for the first time since 1988, 32 seasons are the champions of baseball. City of LA is partying tonight. We are celebrating the Dodgers' first World Series title in 32 years. Man, Donald, Sonny, are you guys pumped or what? (laughs) I'm pumped. I'm pumped for y'all, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, man. Pumped for the city. Um, yeah, what a year, man. What a year. It's like 1988 all over again, dude. <laughs> right? Lakers and Pretty Dodgers much. on top of the world, right? It's, We're partying it's like it's 1988 right now. I mean, the city needs it. This is for the city. This is for us, for Dodger fans. But like, but for the city as a whole, man, for all of LA, we all need it right now. Going through the 2020 year that we're going through with COVID, with the passing of Kobe back in the beginning of the year, it's and with the whole civil unrest that's going on, with the election year that's going on, with the it's we it is so needed right now. This is the one glimmer of hope that the city absolutely needed. Donald, man, as a fellow Dodger fan, how hyped are you right now? Man, I'm really excited, dude. I know I don't show it the way you do, but man, I'm like one of those internal guys that I I get emotionally hyped internally. Um, man, throughout the game, I was pretty nervous, so I'm not gonna lie. So For when sure. it when it happened right right now, like this euphoric feeling, it's it's real, man. So definitely, man, I I just it's crazy. It's 32 years is a long time, so I think that's why it means a little bit more. You know what I mean? 32 years is just wow. You know. I know Liverpool la- won it last uh, season for the Premier League, and people are going crazy because I know it's been probably just as long or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now I know what that feels like. It's it it, it feels weird, but it, it feels really really good to finally uh, get that monkey off your back, man. I mean, as Lakers and Dodger fans, we're kind of spoiled because uh, having s- seen now six Lakers championships, it kind of feels like oh, championship is kind of what we do here in LA. But in the baseball realm, it's 
it, we haven't seen this. I mean, I was five years old last time the Dodgers won the World Series. I don't remember it. So You're I've old. only seen heartbreak. I know I'm old, Sonny. I know I'm old. <laughs> but it's like I didn't see it as like an adult or even somebody who has a good memory of it. And so to see this happen today, man, I was yelling at my TV throughout this series, man, since last time we recorded last Sunday when they made it to the World Series, when they beat the Atlanta Braves, which is another tough series. And we knew this was going to be a tough series going into it. I don't think it was going to be this tough where the Dodgers had to win not four games, but five games. That's right. I said they won five games because they gave away a game to the Tampa (laughs) Rays, Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, that's how good this Dodger team is. That's right. The team of 2020, the team of COVID, the team of the pandemic, the team of the craziest year in all of sports history is your L.A. Dodgers, and it couldn't have been anybody else. I know, Sonny, you're you're so happy right now that our Dodgers – they're your adopted team right now because your Mariners, you know, haven't made the playoffs in a while, but you're a your National League team, right? They're your National League team, right, Sonny? Be honest. Let it all out today. Let it all out. Come to the Dodger Blue Promised Land, the, the true baseball team, the true greatest team of all of baseball history, the 2020 L.A. Dodgers. Give it uh, up. You- you're putting me in a real tough spot right now, Alex. You you have no idea, man. Like I I I've been there, not not in a baseball standpoint, but you know, as a Lakers fan, you know, I've been in your shoes. I know what that euphoria is like, and the last thing you want is somebody to come and just try to kill your high, right? It's not like, going to happen. I, you can I, try. I, I, and, you but yeah, you you you're you're like you're you're fishing, man. You're tempting. You're tempting because I you're because you're speaking honest, some nonsense. Yeah. You know, you're speaking some nonsense, I, Donald. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate your modesty here. I appreciate your perspective. I think uh, it makes it easy for 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 guys like me to root for guys like you. Okay, now Alex, on the other hand. Okay, make, I, I swear, are you sure you're not part of the Pantone or Pantone, you know, group, the, the, the douchebaggery that is the Pantone? Yes, and I said it. It's on record, okay? Come at For me. For sure. Um, but uh, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you get away with some, some nonsense here in the spirit of, uh, of enjoying this title. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but just be careful, okay? We still have a... Okay. Tread lightly. <laughs> Yes, we have a fiduciary responsibility as a as a serious sports podcast here <laughs> to uh, to make sure we get it right and let's not get a little carried away. So enjoy the W. I think it's awesome. Um, I really just as a neutral in this series, right? Like, I mean, to answer your question, Alex, I, I technically don't have a second team, man. I, I'm loyal to my first team, uh, like a like a loyal dog, unfortunately, to my <laughs> to my only team. But um, awesome. But it makes it beautiful to not have a second team because it literally means I can just enjoy the sport whenever, every year seemingly when my team is out of it. Um, so like for instance, game five, which I'm sure we'll dive into, to oh, me yeah. was a was a magnificent game, right? I can only imagine what that was for Dodger. Oh, I'm sorry, not game five. Game game four. Four yes. uh, was a magnificent game, you know, and I can I can imagine the heartbreak and the, the hair pulling that went on from oh Dodger fans' perspective and the euphoria that Rays, albeit temporarily, were feeling, you know, at the end of that game. So it's um it was nice. It was a good series. It was great playoffs. Um 
so, so I, I'm just I'm happy as a neutral for guys like Kershaw, for guys like uh, Jansen, you know, because yeah. I'm not as emotionally invested in these guys. So, you know, like I like I warned last week that I've kept all these these receipts. Yes, and uh, in the name of being transparent with our audience, I, I can share some of those receipts Let's from some of our man. fellow Dodger fans here. Uh, specifically, one Mr. Alex Gonzalez, who here after Game I Four, after Game Four, wait, wait, wait. Let's go to the phone here. I don't want to. I don't want to twist your words. Oh, I love you. that you're going to play audio clips. But here. no, no, it's not. It's not audio. Oh, I just want to make sure I get it text? verbatim. But I think it was. After the shenanigans of Game Four, you know the game That's that right. you that you say the Dodgers still oh, technically won was as, the, as one of their they should have won five wins. But they gave right? it away. I think Alex and, and Donald, correct me if I'm wrong here. I need you. I need you to corroborate this for us. If uh, you're gonna para- Alex, you're said, not, I love the way you're not paraphrasing. You're gonna give me the actual quote, and I will Alex stand by this quote. Said, and I have to dig through like the stupid ass quote. So. <laughs> I, I mean, like you yeah. have a folder of my stupid ass quote. Yeah, like I have to. Oh man, we uh, for for. I mean, obviously, we're going to edit this, but uh, <laughs> for the listeners out there, we have a long chain of back oh, and forth absolutely. text messages. I mean, we group so, chat with all of our buddies from our day job, and uh, we are a fun group. <laughs> yes. The nonsense uh, they spouts off in there is pretty good. Donald, obviously, with the actual stats. And the rest of us just with... Uh, and Sonny, obviously, with the voice <laughs> of reason, usually, most of the time. Right. I'll be honest. And But uh, me and other guys just spying off with the mouth, usually. Just in that popping group. off. Just popping off. Okay. <laughs> here we go. We're almost there. I'm on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Okay. Digging okay. through it. Okay. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Okay. 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 <laughs> Uh, let's see. The meltdown I, 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 started. Here we go. <laughs> see, right after, here we go. It's right we after go. Okay. the whole uh, bottom of the ninth okay. walk-off so, uh, Tampa win. To paraphrase, it was, uh, I think I chimed in with what just happened. This was fresh off of this, the Rosarena stumble into home plate, right? That that tied the series up the at two Tampa games. The whole Tampa Ray stumbling into a game six. Correct. Now, the, two, that, that, that tied the series at two games apiece. And as I scroll down, there's Alex Gonzo right there. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I can't anymore. That's right. And we, we continue. Kershaw is going to get roped tomorrow. Right. Rays in six. Right. And we continue. Please Alex post Alex post an only pain image and he said subscribe to my Dodger fan account. <laughs> and the then only, uh, it's the only fans logo and, but it says only pain. And then, and <laughs> then so great. And then he says we will never and That's he capitalized capitalized never. We will never see our Dodgers win a World Series. I fucking hate it. I accept it though. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know what that was? Go ahead. Go, is it, there's still more. There's still more. Go for it. That was it. That was it. So, That's so here called we are. The reverse Alex Jinx. It worked. I knew it was going to happen. So, I was. Uh, I'm Mark Henry. I fooled y'all. You thought I was retiring? You thought I was going to retire? You accused me of being on some heelish shit. <laughs> and if that's not some heel shit, you just you just gloating here. And, yes! And burying the Rays it. in the process. Hook, line, and sinker. I worked you. 
I worked you. <laughs> yeah. Not some WWE, <laughs> AEW. You got worked. <laughs> yep. yep. No, no, Vince McMahon I, I would be proud of, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Sonny? Oh, what's up, Donald? I said it's something uh, Vince McMahon would be proud of. Yeah, man. God it was me, Austin. It was me the whole time. <laughs> uh, no, in all honesty, man, that I think Donald, you said it best. It was that game four, man. Gut punch. I mean, oh, yeah, it was. Brutal. Yeah, I think that it's crazy to think that it, it happened. Uh, what, like four days ago? It's very memorable. <laughs> and you know what's so crazy? F- after I mean, I genuinely felt that way because as we were talking earlier. Uh, Sunny at our day job that from 2008 up until now, I've just been convinced that because 2000, 2008, I thought was the Dodgers best chance to win the World Series. They had Manny. They had this team that felt like they were going to get over the hump finally. And when they didn't do it, when they lost to the Phillies and the Phillies go on to beat actually these I believe they beat these Tampa. No, did they beat these Tampa Bay Rays? They did, right? They did. They lost in 2009 to the not, I mean, not these Tampa Bay Rays, well, but yes, they, they beat, beat the, the franchise Tampa. with yes, the Tampa correct. Bay Rays. Correct. All right. I mean, they didn't have uh, Randy Arroz on that team. Correct. So, so um, it's just like it felt like the Dodgers would, ne- would always get close, but not close enough, not get over the hump. And it just felt, and after that loss, it just felt like maybe they'll just never get there. Like, man, it's just not in the cards for them ever to get there. I remember if you think I'm, you think I'm drunk, drunk off the uh, the celebration. Now I was drunk, equally as drunk after that game, after that <laughs> loss, and I was full of frustration. And I'm so lucky I have the Dwayne the Rock Johnson Iron Paradise out here in the garage where I had to go out there and lift weights <laughs> because I was just so upset. I had to get the frustration out because I didn't want to punch a hole in my wall. So at least if I lift some weights, that would help me get over this. And then I woke up the next morning, hungover still, and ran six miles because I was still frustrated over that loss. There was nothing that was going to help me get over that. And then I text you guys in that same group chat. If you look, I sent you, you know, let's be positive. There's still hope. I sent you the WWE New Day theme song, the power of positivity. Like, this is going to happen. <laughs> Kershaw is going to get better. I, I needed to, to mentally prepare, like, get in the right mental positive state. And the Dodgers did the same thing. They, Kershaw, not the, didn't have the greatest outing, but good enough. Good enough to get the I, offense going. You know, I think I know what happened. I, I think... Uh... You know, there was some footage said to me, or some audio, and it was, uh, it was Alex on the phone with Kevin Cash. I guess Kevin Cash <laughs> called you in advance, and he said, "Don't worry, my friend. Don't worry. If this I gets too you. close for comfort, I'll find a way to blow this. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll find a way. There's a path for you, for you guys, to breathe easily. You know, and what he it delivered. Was? He I, delivered. I, I actually, I did talk to Kevin Cash uh, last <laughs> night, and I sh- sent him a movie to watch on Netflix. It's called Moneyball. And I told him, "Hey, watch this and do what this guy does." The exact same oh, I thought, way. I thought you sent him uh, previous years Dave Roberts tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what you said. That too, he could have just. I just sent them all the that YouTube clips. For that <laughs> it literally I mean, was a play, a page taken out of Dave Roberts, right? Epic playbook that now is. But speaking of Dave Roberts, okay, let's Please, let's, let, let's 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 celebrate. Let's stop being so negative. It's, but, but it's let's, positive. But now. let's let's carry this forward. <laughs> you know, as we review, obviously, uh, for those who maybe didn't watch this game somehow for some <laughs> those reason today, five people. Uh, the reason why we're referring to Kevin Cash here is because there was something mind-boggling 
that happen in this game that this man will never let down. Um, and that was in the fifth inning? Six. Sixth inning. Six. No, sixth fifth inning. inning. Well, yeah. sixth inning. Cause he, sixth inning. So, yeah, so right. he didn't complete the inning because I was thinking, wait, he pitched five innings and a third. Or uh, right, five right. innings, yeah, yeah. But it was he came the middle out of for the sixth. Inning, yes. um, sixth inning with one out? With one out, yes, because the first batter yeah. swung at the first pitch and mm-hmm. uh, and popped up. Your nine, number nine hitter comes up to bat, Austin Barnes. Mind you, Blake Snell was dealing. Was dealing. Dealing. I mean, he was dealing more than Bueller had been dealing in this series, more than any other pitcher had been dealing in this series. And um, had given up one hit. I think it was to Chris Taylor in the third inning. That was all. Yeah. Had nine strikeouts. Up until this point, and not just of, of the nine strikeouts, mind you, the number batters one, two, and three were over two with two strikeouts each. So six of his nine were against the top of your lineup, the Dodgers lineup, and so he gives up the hit to the number nine hitter, which means your number one hitter, the top of the lineup, Mookie Betts, is up to play, and without even any hesitation. Kevin Cash jumps out of his seat and says, I've seen enough. <laughs> and he calls for the reliever. It is one of the dumbest, wildest, analytical decisions I have ever witnessed a manager make in this situation with this much at stake. You know, you thought you thought the game four was a botch of epic proportions, <laughs> right? At least it was the players who botched it on the field, right? Right, right. yeah. It wasn't – this time it wasn't Dave Roberts doing. I mean, you could argue, oh, well, why did he put Jansen in blah, 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 blah. But, but let's be honest. What actually transpired on the field were mistakes made by the players. Yeah. So in this situation, the manager literally said, hold my beer. <laughs> That's such a great line. Yeah. <laughs> he – I can't believe it. I mean, and and that was it. That was it. when when all of the Dodgers lineup, the everybody in the stadium, everybody in Dodgers universe, everybody watching this game is taking either depending on where you stand. If you're a Dodgers mm-hmm. fan, you're taking this huge sigh of relief, like, oh my god. And then if you're let's say a Rays fan or just a baseball fan, you're thinking. What the fuck is going on? That means you botched this, Kevin Cash. And <laughs> I and again, it's not taken away from I'm not trying to take away from the Dodgers here. Of course it, not. I no, think I both I think both things can be uh equal here in this sense. The Dodgers still yeah. had to capitalize on the bullpen that is the the Rays and take advantage of this mistake. But man. If I were a fan of that team right now, I I don't know I don't know I don't know if I could even get on a microphone right now. You know, like I, <laughs> geez, dude, like it, it was yeah. wild. It was something to see, and luckily, I mean, it happened. It paid off. Dodgers capitalized. Mookie clutch. Um, they didn't hesitate either. Yeah. Wow. Like literally that inning is when it all turned around. Right there. Mm-hmm. Up to one. That was it. And that's it. it. I think instant. I texted the group right there and then. I said. Yeah, you called I it. Said, that's it. It's a wrap. It, yeah. From <laughs> yeah. the 2-1. From the 2-1, it, it didn't it, 
even as a as, so you were biased, you know, you don't have a dog in the fight here. Nope. But as a Dodger fan from two one, it doesn't feel like it's over. I mean, seeing the series play out, it doesn't feel like it's over yeah. yet. Mookie hitting that home run, I yeah. believe it was the bottom of the eighth. No, uh, yeah, yeah, bottom yeah. of the eighth. Mm-hmm. That's when it felt like it was over. That's when I know, okay, three outs to go. This is wrapped. And I even, I I thought Mookie was going to win the MVP. Uh, Turns out Corey Seager wins the MVP. Deservedly so. I mean, you could have given it to four different guys here. You could have given it to Seager. You could have given it to Kershaw. You could have given it to Muncie, even Turner. By the way, Turner got taken out. Oh, uh, we'll talk about this. Yes. We got to talk about this. This is a whole other conversation. Yeah. uh, About uh, 20 minutes ago from when we started taping here. Turner says, thanks to everyone reaching out. I feel great. No symptoms at all. Just experienced every emotion you can possibly imagine. Can't believe I couldn't be out there to celebrate with my guys. I feel for that guy, man. (laughs) So proud of this team and unbelievably happy for the city of LA. Hashtag World Series. That's that's You know what that means? You know what that means? Turner's re-upping one more year. And we gotta win it again next year. No, no, no. That's no, it. No, no. See, so you're getting carried. So you're getting carried away. LA Dodgers 2021, the sequel. <laughs> Write it out, away. Hollywood yeah. script you're writers. Come away. on. You're getting no. carried away here. <laughs> I am. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm drunk with the Dodgers championship, and, and it's man. Not, it's Let not, me and, enjoy tonight. And it's not that I'm saying that the Dodgers can't win 2021, but if your move is re-signing <laughs> Justin Turner, I could guarantee you that is not the move to make. We'll get into that. We should probably get into that, but I feel so terrible for Justin Turner, man, on this. I feel bad for him as a lifelong Dodger fan to finally have this moment as a Dodger player now and a vet of this team who carried this team for many of those years to not be able to celebrate. But at the same time, it's hard to have sympathy for this dude because he got COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, how though? I gotta know how. I mean, they're in a bubble, dude. No, no, no. They're not in a bubble. They're not in a perfect bubble. It's not. Let's not act like this is the NBA where it's it's Orlando and people. I mean, there's fans in the fucking stadium. So, okay. but what is he going to throw? Is he throwing? The, the, are the balls being thrown back to him? It how doesn't. Does he it doesn't catch COVID. It doesn't matter. You know how this virus works. You, of all people, know how this virus works. <laughs> Me, as all people who has <laughs> tested positive one time, yes. who is currently antibody with COVID. So now, here's the I, wild... I got to get out of COVID-free pass right here's now. Here's the wild thing. This is the mind-boggling. This this World Series literally had everything, man, up until the very last inning, right? With this, with this Kenley... Right? With this, with this, <laughs> That's so true. With this Justin Turner diagnosis. Um, at the ninth inning, right? I believe they brought Edwin Rios in for the ninth inning. It was in the eighth inning, actually. Eighth that, inning. That Edwin eighth Rios. Inning. Okay. Yeah, they yanked him in the eighth, um, with no explanation. Nobody knew why Turner. Other until than the, we don't know if it's uh, Joe Buck was like, uh, we don't know if it's an injury. We don't know what. Yeah, until, until the, the very the end of the game, right? Yes. Which, which in my mind was intentional. I, 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 there right. was people obviously well, there fair. who knew, but they didn't want to announce that. And get, it, it, it would have watered everything down in the moment right away, because. Mm-hmm. In a sense, let's think about this. This this actually highlights even more how big of a fuck up Kevin Cash made here. Because let's just chew on this for a second. Okay. Let's say the Rays won win this game. Yeah. And it turns out Justin Turner tested positive for Rona. Wow. Yeah. Guess what? Let's say another Dodger or two test positive for the Rona. What does that? Set? What does that mean? 
do it do does is game seven played tomorrow like it was scheduled with the Dodgers being down maybe one if not two of their starters potentially more who knows yeah. what the, what we know here yeah. uh is game seven yeah, that's what would put on if Walker uh, Bueller ends up testing positive how do you have a game seven tomorrow yeah. you're right it, and th- th- this is wild, man. So the wow. the MLB, the Dodgers did Manfred, ironically, did Manfred, of all people, a solid here by actually winning the series tonight and clinching it. Because this <laughs> would have blown up in his face. Um, so it's just it's just crazy to me that, that as I'm still processing this, like, yeah. How did this and how did you allow this to happen and you don't pull the guy until the eighth inning? Yeah. Like it's it's crazy, yeah. man. Well, I mean, that's the thing. We're still waiting on a lot of those details. And not just that. They're definitely gonna that's definitely gonna have to come out. Like in terms of like why did the communication lag as much as it did? Like there has to be they're gonna ask questions. About it's not gonna it. come like, out. It's not, gonna be- it's not gonna come out. I mean, if we learned anything about this 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 commissioner and 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 how he runs yeah but this is coronavirus i mean even the nfl had to do like they had i mean they weren't going to stop the patriots but, from playing they just told cam newton you can't play but this here's, week, and that's what happened here's what's you wild what I mean? to me right and and again we've talked on this podcast about like we before, when we first started this podcast right we talked about it coincided with coronavirus and right. and Absolutely. the unknown that was coronavirus with sports and these bubbles and these experiments yeah. how is it that all like Okay, it was it was in, we were informed as an audience at the very very tail end of the game that Justin Turner yeah. was pulled due to Rona, and yet we still see everybody out there celebrating, and 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 yeah. you're having this trophy presentation and stuff like that, and and to me it felt a little bit reckless. You know, I get mm-hmm. the euphoria of it. I get like, wow, we just won. What do you expect them not? It's like, yeah, wait a minute, which one's more important though here? You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. If yeah, it almost t- feels like the timing was not the best. Exactly. Maybe they right. should have saved it for tomorrow and been like, "Hey, uh, yeah. we found out this." But for whatever reason, they wanted to bring thing. it in. But they wanted to bring it in as like a breaking news story, yeah. and then you kind of now start thinking about. Well, for me at least, I started thinking about. Okay, uh, did Fox have an influence in this decision because like- they're the broadcasters, and they mm-hmm. they probably thought like, "Well, we can't afford to stop broadcasting now." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're and especially because you think of Fox and you know, right. their, their whole what? thing. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, I mean, there's a lot of variables. And I feel like this is going to be something that uh, if they don't have a clean alibi right now, if they're not thinking of that, then I don't know. It's going to be tricky. But here's the thing, though, right? Like, okay, the um, I, I feels like they were trying to sneak it in. Right, like the fact that they announced yeah. it after the, the the game ended, right? Like, and they cut yeah. back from commercial, and it was like, "Oh, Kevin Burke, by the way, the reason why <laughs> Justin Turner was pulled out unexplicably was because he had COVID nineteen." Here's the post game ceremony. You know what I mean? It was yeah, like yeah. I didn't even catch it. That's what I, I'm saying. I got it from the group chat. But I, I feel like yeah, I feel like yeah, I caught it. I saw it. It feels like well, that's why I said I said Justin Turner gave Kevin Cash the Rona. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I did not hear it. I was busy celebrating. That's what I'm I was saying. Jumping around my house. They knew that this that was going to be happening. They knew right. either people were going to be uh, if you're a Rays fan, you're upset and you're not even watching TV anymore. Right. Or if you're a Dodgers yeah, you fan, the TV. you're celebrating. You're not but, even listening to the TV anymore. Right. You're waiting for the ceremony. But I feel to start. like also again, a part of me feels like disappointed also in the Dodgers because you know that. Justin Turner tested positive. You like, can't tell what, me that yeah. you, you didn't know. And how are you still fucking out there with families, right? 
like like you see the wives and the kids out there um kershaw's kissing his his wife and the baby and it's like how the fuck you guys just found out that one of your players who's not wearing a mask or any shit like that who's been playing the whole game breathing hard you know god knows you don't know if he's tested if anybody else yes granted maybe it turns out tomorrow wink wink it was a a false false positive positive. maybe you know for mlb's sake you better hope that's what it fucking is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but if it's not, it was reckless all around. It was reckless. There's no excusing it. There, it was reckless all around. It just spits in the face of everything that we 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 say we've been taking serious about this virus. But we take it serious only until it inconveniences us, right? Like if if it gets in the way of our team celebrating, then fuck this virus. Like that's where it's like, oh, come on, guys. Like which one is it? You know. Um, so I had a hard time. With that, yeah, exactly. I, I, there I you see go, what Donald. You're showing Donald. Yeah, he was. He got out there for the team photo, of, according to Jack Harris, which, which is uh, fucking stupid. You he's wearing I mean? a mask. But at the same time, it's it's kind of a, you kind of had to expect that from sports. Yeah, like I, I get it. For as much as we want to do precautions and stuff, it this is the dirty, like the dark side of it. That you had to expect that when something like this would happen. That especially for leagues like the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. We're not gonna do like the MLS thing of okay, Dallas, you're just out of the tournament. You know what yeah. I mean? That would be the thing to do. That would be the right thing to do. MLS has, can afford to do that because they're they're a smaller league, and it's like okay, like you know. But they were also in a, a bubble. They were also technically in a in a yeah in exactly. A bubble at the time, and so. and and even with the bubble, they were like, well, guess yes, Nashville and Dallas can't join exactly. us. You know, and that's that's how it was. But the NBA, I mean, they let. You know, players have time off and come back, even if they test it positive, and, right. and as long as they were able to come back for whatever thing. So there was always going to be some sort of workaround, and I think that, like, if anything, it just teaches us as society, as sports fans, that um, you know, this is the dark part of it. That, that it's the tough, the tough thing to talk about is that for as much as I know they want, and I mean, we can get deep into this even with the NFL on on the whole like. BLM and racism stuff and how much do they really mean behind it and all that because it, it, it jumps into various things in terms of like intentions and and safety and what they really care right, about right. and at the end of the day it, it's never about that it's it's, it's they just want to say that but it's, it's, it's never really about it's that. indefensible in my opinion yeah. what, what transpired there at the end like it's indefensible you cannot you cannot sit here again unless you absolutely are certain that it was a false positive um there's no defense for it yeah you know i'm I'm um, with you i'm with you i mean i i also know you always have to err on the side of caution anytime you get a positive test even if it is false i mean think about it the same exact situation shut down the nba season in its tracks right Right. and why was that why was it that that the utah jazz when they found out that a player later to be learned rudy gobert tested positive for the rona that everybody had to evacuate Right. Yeah. And yet, yeah. here in the MLB, you saw the completely opposite thing. Now, again, I know, yeah. I know, it's so hard. The team just won a hard-fought championship, but at least, at least, let them go and celebrate it privately. Right? Like, just, just close doors. Let if they want to assume those risks themselves, fine. But why, why are you still like pretending like ah, it's okay. Like, let's not talk about it. Un- like, you know, if you don't, if you don't see it. It didn't happen, kind of, you know. Yeah, you know what? that was well. Also, at the same time, too, with the whole shutdown in March, 
we didn't know what we know now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that like now they're going to come with all this defense. I'm sure they have a bunch of lawyers ready to go for whatever is going to happen now. It's not going to affect anybody because all this unless, stuff. unless of course, a fan test positive. But I'm sure when they when they allowed they probably signed waivers, exactly. Dude. I'm sure There's when no they way. allowed fans <laughs> in here, they signed their waiver to say, hey, if you get sick, you yeah. can't hold MLB lab. They, so yeah. Again, it's 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 every every shady thing you could think of is probably had been in the works already. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. It's, it's tough, and I totally get where you're coming from, man. And I totally feel like it's so unfair too. Um, but at the same time, it's it's just same thing with the election stuff. It's like you can't expect it to be what you want it to be. It's it's just unfortunately that that's just the way the the way the cookie crumbled, I guess, and it just sucks. But I. I still yeah. blame AJ Hinch and Carlos Correa for this positive COVID test. I think they were behind it. I don't think Turner actually tested <laughs> positive. I think it was the Houston Astros. I still blame them for this false positive test. There's no way Justin Turner tested yeah. positive. I it's agree. The blame the Astros for everything. I will. I I, I second <laughs> At that. The end of the day, um, we're always gonna blame the Astros for everything. If anything else fails, blame the Astros. I'm cool with that, but. <laughs> Yeah. But it was just, so, and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to put a damper, but it, but we have to, as we're talking about what yeah, transpired it, this in is this, big. this, this in is this huge. Game. No, it is. That's why and it's going to, it's an ongoing thing. It, like we're still going to get more details and I'm sure next week we'll probably come back to this whole and, story again. And there's a lot the of fans and Latinos out there. And I say Latinos, obviously, because the three of us are Latinos and, and, right. and we know who also listens to, to this podcast mm-hmm. who are just like, ah, the Rona, they have their own beliefs and theories about the Rona, et cetera, et cetera. And they still go on and do their own things and take yeah. their own risks. I get that. But it's, it's just, it's just tough when it feels hypocritical in, at least in, in, in some ways. It is. You know what I'm saying? It not, it doesn't feel, it is right. hypocritical. Like, it's just like, it's man, like, you know, because it, like the MLB should take responsibility. Yeah. And I feel like us as fans of the sport, and I, again, I'm not a Dodger fan per se, but as fans of the sports, it's like, we can't turn a blind eye just because like, we're happy that some something positive happened. Look, no, it wasn't it wasn't going to change the fact that the Dodgers won the World Series. That's not going to be taken away. But it's like, all right, right. just yeah. no, no, just no. you know, take away the celebration for a second. You know, like and real that, quick to speak to yeah. Latinos who are kind of this on the fence about the Rona and all that. As somebody who had the Rona, you don't want that. That's some fucked up stuff, dude. It sucks. You do not want that in your life. Do what you can to avoid it. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, socially distance when at all possible, because it is a messed up, depending on hopefully your system is strong enough to fight it, it is a, it is a messed up week and a half that you have to deal with fight your body fighting that Rona. So avoid yeah. it. Avoid it at all costs, yeah. man. It sucks. But let's still celebrate tonight. Yeah. We're, so anyways, aside, did, aside from that, that, note, that little The Dodgers little side did win note. the World Series tonight. <laughs> yes. The first time in 32 years. So... <laughs> Now, can they uh, avoid another 32-year drought and avoid the 12-month drought and win it next year? What pieces do they need to put together to win it again next year, Donald? Because we got to go, as an, LA, as an LA sports fan, the Lakers, they seem to always win it in twos and threes like we're used to. We want the Dodgers yeah. to do the same now. We want the Dodgers to win back-to-back, three-peat, create that dynasty i mean the that, last the last team to do that was the yankees right to win back-to-back titles and they we get criticized for being the yankees of the west now because except of the that's payroll. I, don't, I don't think you because guys i mean only payroll, payroll yes only because of the payroll not the actual uh success on the field with titles but as far as payroll goes yankees of the west the dodgers 
Can they do it again next year? Donald, what do they need to do? What pieces need to be removed? What pieces need to be added for the Dodgers to repeat next year? Um, I think for sure, just solidifying the pitching a little yeah. bit more. It was really shaky that we didn't have a third solid guy, which I now feel like should be Julio Urias. Yes, absolutely. I just think that like that dude proved himself to be number three behind Bueller and Kershaw. Um, so that would be great to just kind of like give him those keys at this point because he's he's been playing in and out with the bullpen and I almost feel like they never really give him his dues and they they hype him up so much which is the other thing I don't like it's like don't hype up somebody if you're not really going to give them like their their spot you know what I mean like give them their flowers while they're here type of thing and um I think that that would be great if they could get like a fourth guy so that would that would be really good I think in 2017 Hmm? well hopefully that's David Price that, and that was the thing, yeah. I know we had we didn't have price, so that that's kind of where the question mark was with that. But uh, hopefully um, next season, if they're able to have a more normal, you know, feeling season, and if the whole if all the players um, can come into agreement of of doing it all over again, knowing the risk that they're going to be getting themselves into, um, then maybe then price would be the number four guy or number three or four, depending on how good he is versus Urias. Um, and then the as far as the hitting goes, I just would love to see this Dodger team not get rid of this whole launch angle style that they that they have. Like I would want them to be more hitting it on the ground and just you know getting guys on base and bringing them home and making that a habit. Um, for as much as I know they have a habit of wanting to hit home runs, and you see Jock Peterson talking about they don't want the smoke <laughs> and all this stuff. It's just like. At some point, it's like, okay, dude, but if you're not hitting the home run, it's just an easy pop fly. And now you made that other pitcher have, like, an easy out, you know, have an easy easy inning. So um, definitely, hopefully, they get to change that. Sonny, what do you think the Dodgers need to really improve on? Um, Well, as we've talked about, just like we talked about the Lakers, right, about how they could – how they would have to retool, right, to to go back-to-back – the Dodgers also have some retooling to do, I think, to have the opportunity to be back here in October, um, especially in in a in a league and a conference, or I'm sorry, a league that is the National League that is going to be tough again, man. With with the Padres lurking and and the Braves going to be right there again, um, I still think the Dodgers are still the class of the of the NL, uh, but. They're going to have to retool. I think you start with, you know, saying goodbyes, your peaceful goodbyes with with COVID Turner, <laughs> and uh, and saying thank you for all the years. Yeah, you got your title. Um, I think the move there is to move Seager to third. Go get yourself mm. Francisco Lindor, man. Um, mm. He's been a rumor for for a couple seasons now. I think now is the time for you guys to pull the trigger. He's your yeah. new shortstop. That's a formidable lineup, man. If you have Lindor, Mookie, Belly, Seeger, uh, Murderer's Row. So yeah. and and they're mostly they're all young. They'd all yeah. be young. So on top of that, I know tr- the problem is the Dodgers are not big, big, big spenders these days. Um but I'd like to see them go get Trevor Bauer, you know, uh mm. to 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 and and maybe I mean Kershaw proved he he can stick around. You know he's still serviceable. Yeah. He's still not just I'd say more than serviceable. Uh, he he got that monkey off his back, and um, so I think with Bueller, Kershaw, and Bauer 
whew, your bullpen, I think, is is set. Um, it's just a matter of identifying, like Donald said, kind of who that closer and setup guy is going to be. I don't know if baseball is moving in a direction where there's they're they're moving away from the quote unquote traditional closer. And they're mm-hmm. going based off of analytics more than anything else. I mean, today we saw Udias get a three-inning save, yeah. um, which – And it worked. Cool. And it worked, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the Dodgers just have a couple moves to make. Not too many. Just a couple yeah. moves to make. But I do think the Lindor piece makes the most sense. At, at the moment, I would call you guys – I think, Alex, you referred to you guys as a powerhouse. I, I thought that was a, a little bit of a – Overestimation. Yeah, exactly. Um, I agree. Because at the moment, you guys are still have proven now to be the Atlanta Braves of the 90s. Um, If you recall, the Braves won, if you don't count the strike season, the Braves won 14 consecutive divisional titles. They went to five World Series in that span, but they won one title. Right. You're right. So, at the moment, the you're, checks out. Yeah, at the moment, <laughs> you are on par with those Atlanta Braves. I mean, your your trajectory is on the same. Which, you know, if you win a second one, though, you're above that Braves team. You've right. proven, hey, it's a mini dynasty, as 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 you referred to earlier. So, do I think they could do it? Absolutely. Is it going to be tough? Tougher than it was this year? Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Because yeah. this year yeah. was so unique, man. And I, I had like some angel friends who were in group texts with uh, Dodger friends, and, and already one of them was popping off saying asterisk on this title. Blah, blah, blah. I was the first <laughs> one to come to the defense and be like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here. This is not an asterisk title. The Astros title is an asterisk title. Thank but, you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but this one is not. It's it's a you. If anything, it's like the Lakers one. It should have an asterisk, but for so many different reasons. Not because it's it was the, uh, not because cro- it was that uh, cross kind yeah. of that you see in Wikipedia. Exactly. Asterisk, it should have a footnote. Uh, the you know? note, yeah, there you it go, should have a footnote, footnote yeah. that says this World Series was the most unique World Series <laughs> of all time. Is it worth any less or any more? No, it's worth just as much. It was just unique, you know. Um, so. It'd be interesting, though, in a full baseball season to see, you know, hopefully we're able to get that uh, come next season to see how it's played out. Because, you know, 162 games versus 60, it it changes everything, man, the way pitchers are used. I mean, I think the short – do I think the short season bailed Dave Roberts from making catastrophic moves? Absolutely. (laughs) Did he try to test it? Definitely. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think I think for instance the short season benefited somebody like Kershaw who normally mm-hmm. you have to save and it's the long season and then in October you know he's gassed out and he's the back problems are flaring up even though they did this time kind of he wasn't as taxed this time as he would be in a full season which maybe led to his resurgence maybe led to him feeling fresher like I got it I'm on, I'm sharper who knows yeah um yeah but it, it'll be it'll be a curious thing to see, man. But uh, we'll see. That's, that's why you watch the sports being played, man. Absolutely. As I look through free agents, I'm mainly looking for uh, Latin and people of color surnames here because the issue with the Dodgers in this postseason, I felt what was going on, they lacked uh, 
a, a fun and a swagger on the field that was that we saw from the uh, Padres and the Atlanta Braves in those series that the Dodgers didn't have. They had the whole uh, no barrels, uh, barrels are overrated hand, uh, you know, thing. The Cody Ballinger uh, Salt Bay thing, which was not as cool as just the funness of the the Slam Diego going on. The whole just Atlanta Braves. A Rosarena. You know, it just it was fun <laughs> to see the opposing teams have more fun on the field whenever they'd get a base hit or run in scoring position with the Dodgers. They just kind of go on about their business, which I can appreciate, too, as a traditional baseball fan, as a purist, if you will. But I want to see fun, dude. It's baseball. It's think, like, what's up? I think you're tiptoeing around the problem here, the right? The issue is <laughs> that the, we have to start a hashtag here. Hashtag Dodgers so white. Ding, and, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I mean, when you look at that lineup, when you look at the starting lineup, it's Mookie Betts is the only person of color on there. You got Corey Seager. You got um, Max Muncy. Then you got, uh, I'm sorry, you got Justin Turner. Then you got Max Muncy. Then you got Cody Bellinger. Then you got like a Will, Will Smith. Smith. Then you got Chris uh, Taylor. Chris Taylor. I mean, Corey Seager. Yeah, everybody but Mookie in your starting lineup. I mean, it was and just, Mookie was a new addition, mind yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> and then you got you got Kike, who's uh, Boricua there. You got Puerto Rican there, but uh, the, all the Latino arms are in the, in the Dodgers bullpen. That's it. You got Urias. You got Victor Gonzalez. You got you know uh, uh, Grazal. Uh, fuck, I can't pronounce his name right Gratterall. now. Gratterall. there. Gratterall. And then I mean, and that's it. Jansen. Jansen, you got him there, but I mean, you kind of forget him now because he didn't pitch since Game Five. Yeah, but, uh, but sorry, for those four. but for those relief pitchers that you just listed, you have Tranian, you have uh, uh, what's his name, Joe Alex Kelly, Wood. Alex yeah. Wood. So it's yeah, Laurel. This was something. I mean, this was something that stood out to me in the second series against the Padres. It was so vivid to me how that I never, I guess I never had realized before is how white this team was. <laughs> and we don't, we don't say that as a, as a negative connotation. We don't mean it entirely as a negative connotation, but let's face it, right. LA, that is not representative. It's a very diverse city. That is yeah. not representative of who LA is. <laughs> very diverse city, mainly Latino, which I mean, right. from all walks of the Latino area, I mean, throughout the world, throughout Latin America, and you want some diversity on that team that represents the city on the roster, and they just don't have it. Yeah. They just it just does it doesn't exist on that team. So you want, I mean. It'd be nice Dude, to have. What can the front that. office do? What can the front office really do, right? Comes down to scouting, right? I mean, we also had to think about the farm system since they do pull a lot of their guys from there, and scouting. Yeah. I mean, and you, the front you office have, too, making making the decisions to want a more diverse roster. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know if their analytics, if they're how they determine their analytics, if there's a little footnote for that. Oh, you know, person of color. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, right? Because you think about it, you you don't. You know the importance of, of representation and diversity, but then you don't want to push it to the point where you're only doing it because of that. And then you get into like this affirmative action thing that, you know, can be a little bit like, well, you know, you want good players too. Absolutely. So. But I think it can be accomplished, especially in baseball, you know, and, and I'll yeah. give you an example of this, right? Um, and Alex, you may not like this one, but it's the fact of the matter. This is how this team was built. 
right next door when they were building a brand new team by the name of LAFC. They made it a point. I'm not kidding you. They made it a point to sign players of diverse backgrounds because they wanted to make sure that the city identified with the team, not beyond the brand. They wanted the product on the field. They wanted people from all walks of life who are here in California, specifically in Los Angeles, to be able to show up to a soccer game and be like, that dude looks like me and he's pretty good, right? Or he's good. Yeah. Um, Whether it was, you know, obviously Carlos Vela being the big designated signing because of what he means to Latinos here. The Mexican magician. Correct. Uh, thank you. Put some respect on that name. <laughs> and uh, and then they signed the likes of you know uh, Uruguayan. Then they signed a Canadian. Then they Diego signed Rossi. yeah. Uh, then they signed a uh, uh, someone from Ghana. Then they signed uh, uh, Lean Win, who's who's Asian. Right. You right. know they, they. But this was intentional. Like right. No, that's smart. And so. And and therefore, when you do go to these games, you feel more like connected with that team, you know. And baseball, let's face it, it it's it, it's America's pastime, meaning it's been around longer than our folks have been around in this country, right. you know. Yeah. Um, Over a so, hundred years. But right, but I happen to enjoy, for instance, as a as a fellow Latino. When I see my other fellow Latinos, whatever team they're playing for, that get hyped, that are that are yes. bringing flash to the game and play with the passion, right? Like because they're representing yeah. wh- how we live our lives. Absolutely. So yeah. there's it, a passion that has to be involved in the game. Too. Yeah, and it doesn't. It just doesn't come across sometimes with some Caucasian players. Correct. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's, and sometimes people, uh, even uh, African-American players don't have it as well. It depends how they're brought up. Latinos, we have a different passion and a struggle that when we succeed, we let it out. We let Correct. that emotion out. Yeah. And so it, just, yeah. it just doesn't come through sometimes. And that's why I'm a big anti-unwritten rules dude of baseball. You know, I'm a, I'm a baseball purist, quote unquote, but I'm also a progressive, you know, in, in that right. sense. Like, how can you make the game even more fun or entertaining without without jeopardizing the spirit of the game. Um, but there's nothing wrong with having fun. It's a kid's game that you're playing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. I, I appreciate the workmanlike attitude. Trust me, when I grew up playing the game, like it was all always business for me. Like yeah. in secret, it yeah. would be like you know secret handshakes and stuff, blah blah blah. But you wouldn't you wouldn't flip your hat. You wouldn't flip your hat backwards, and yet my favorite player of all time was known for wearing his hat backwards. Respect to Ken Griffey Jr., man, for making the the game fun, for making it cool, like wanting that dude's cleats, wanting to play like him, swing like him, right? And so there is is value to that, and... um, it would be attracts nice. a younger audience. That's, and that's what you're trying to do, pre- preserve the game for the new generation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the purists are going to be there for the game itself, right? right. And they're going to expect those unwritten rules, if you will. But the, you're not going to attract a younger audience unless you have this fun product to watch. And that's why you want those kids to be fun on the field, not just, you know, contribute, hit the home, hit, hit the long ball and get score the runs. But do it with style points. Like I like yeah. Puig. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I, I get it. He had he he would make some knucklehead plays here and there. Yeah. But the shout dude, out to the wild horse. But the dude played with a passion. 
you know, for the most yeah. part, that that was appealing to me. So when Puig was on the Dodgers, right? Like, and if he was up to bat, it's like, and if and if he did something good, it it would feel good being from LA yeah. and seeing that happen, yeah. even not as a Dodger friend. So yeah. it'd be nice. I'm not saying that teams have to build their teams this way, but in an ideal world, um, the yeah. Dodgers would have a little bit more of that. Yeah, I think we're gonna see more of I that so. actually. Now that you mention it, because I think. Tati Jr. and just what they were doing. I think it's just the beginning of it. Um, I think when you think about Ken Griffith and what he did and even Puig and what he did, um, to us, it, it was like, wow, that's really dope. That's pretty confident of you. That's very, um, like, it just felt cool to see that. But I do get that they were playing in a time, you know, in Puig not too long ago where they were scrutinized for it. And that's why, I guess, in a weird way, they were kind of villainized for that. But, you know, not in a terrible, horrible way, but I feel like there is going to be a turning point now because I see it with San Diego and Atlanta. So it's it's only a matter of time before it catches on for the rest let of the, the Yankees. Like, but it's going to happen. Let the Yankees be the Yankees with their stupid ass rules about, you know, you can't grow your hair, no <laughs> facial hair, et cetera, et cetera. Like all workmanlike. Fine. When you're the most winningest franchise in, in all of baseball, you can make up your own rules and nobody can say shit. I, I, fine, whatever. You know, if somebody wants to, you're the, you're the villain for a reason, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. but yeah. that doesn't mean the rest of baseball has to be the same way. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the NFL can be like that too, where they all try to be like the Patriots. Yeah. Sorry, I keep no, cutting no, no. off Alex. Yeah, oh, yeah. Alex was. <laughs> you didn't no, mean like, good. it's like, yeah, you're right. I see that with the Patriots, where it's like the Patriot way and this and that, and they make every other team feel inferior yeah. or whatever. And now you're seeing the Patriots look like they yeah, look how's now. How's that and Patriot it's not way the... working out oh, now? We'll get to that <laughs> I just, we've been talking 50 minutes on this Dodgers. 50 sprint, minutes. And I'm so glad. Yeah. Because they deserve it. Congratulations. Congratulations. I mean, thank you for sticking around and listening to this episode for 52 minutes of us just daughter talking and going on to other things. But before we move on to more stuff, I just got to shout out to a couple of Dodgers who I feel deserve to win a World Series in Dodger Blue. I'm so disappointed they never got a chance to. And that's Russell Martin and Andre Ethier, two Dodger legends during my time that i was really proud of they're legends legends during my time <laughs> she's making during anybody a legend time. sean green Andre was Ethier. more of a Wait. sean green was more of a legend sean than those green two dudes. four home runs in one game sean green was unbelievable the another one thank you i was gonna ask you guys thank eric caros <laughs> eric caros dude i have an eric caros rookie card signed by matt him. kemp exactly good matt call, kemp. Good call donald uh, I, that, I was about to ask you guys, who do you feel is the Dodger legend in our time? Because it's been 32 in, over the past 32 years. Who deserved to win a world title but didn't? I don't know so, if deserve is like the right word. But, but if, I but, mean, but who if put you're in their asking, time in Dodger blue and never got over the hump? In if this, you're asking in who stretch. embodied the Dodgers during that 32 years? In the sense we're like... They were close, but they didn't get over the hump because they just didn't have all the tools to get I mean, there. Adrian you know? Gonzalez, man, exactly. That Titan. guy, that guy represented everything you wanted. Again, speaking on all the things we're talking about, right? Right. That yes, that guy you. represented a lot of the stuff um, that we look for, and I liked Adrian Gonzalez as, as just a baseball fan. Jose Lima. Lima uh, time, dude. Yeah. Two thousand four. That that NLDS. He got them the only win, dude. 
That was my boy back in there. Lima oh, time. I said Lima. I mean, I, again, Sean Green was a personal favorite of mine. Again, you have to understand for the listeners out there, I'm a diehard Seattle Mariners fan, but I live in LA, so I grew up with these players. <laughs> correct. And I correct. know these players like the Todd Hollinsworths of the world, the Raul yes, Mondesi's of the dude, world. the five rookies of the year. Yeah, dude. Like, I remember these Kareem Garcia's, like Ramon Martinez, you know, um, Pedro Martinez before he oh, went to the Pedro, Red Sox. Well, Pedro, let's not bring up Pedro, man. Pedro, <laughs> Pedro left the Dodgers and made them regret that shit. Absolutely, no. I, I could looking back now they, that we they kept finally the wrong, won a World Series. They kept the wrong Martinez, bro. <laughs> right, they picked Ramon over Pedro. You're right. Delino the Shields. Delino the Shields. Mar- um, how about the years that that uh, Rafi- Rafael know, for man. Cal? You know, yes, was, a, was, a, was a great Dodger, even though the steroids. I mean, there, we got even a steroids room, right? Eric, Eric Gagne, right? <laughs> Game over. Um, Little welcome to the jungle, Guns N' Roses right now. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many players, dude, that I – you had a third baseman, Todd Zeal. Todd Zeal, yeah, yeah. Todd Zeal. Nice. Yeah. Um, that was the, the last good – for the third baseman before Adrian Beltre. Yeah. Yeah, Adrian Beltre. Hey, shout out to Adrian Beltre. <laughs> shout out to Adrian Beltre for picking the Mariners over the Dodgers. Hey man, that money. <laughs> Free agency. That money. Paul D. P- Paul D. Podesta didn't want to fork it over for money him. Money talks, yeah. I mean, uh, of course, Vin Scully, man, the greatest Dodger of all man. time. You wish he would have been calling the game. Deserves. Uh, I hope on the Dodger Blu-ray that I just purchased today from MLBShop.com has a little Vin Scully bonus co- audio coverage on there for the Dodger yeah. Championship Blu-ray there. I'm sure it, 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 it'll have something special from him, a little mic drop moment. It's time for Dodger baseball. Yeah. Vince Gully, man. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Shout well, out to all those great Dodgers. Shout out to Vince Gully. Yeah. Congrats, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Sonny. And that's it for our LA Dodgers World Series special recap. Sonny, Donald, thank you guys for celebrating with me. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. That champagne yeah. is flowing, guys. We finally did it. We finally did it. Oh, I'm so happy, guys. Thank you Feels so much good. for riding with Feels us. Good. West Box Score. Check us out on Instagram at West Box Score. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts downloaded. See ya. Peace. Later. <laughs>